Okay, I said do not push the red record button yet. But you did. And I have a rule that I can't go backwards, I can't edit, I just have to... Okay, so let's do this show. Oh, by the way, I got your email about the book you wrote about yourself and you asked me to read and I finally read it and then you sent me the note. You said, Scott, what do you think about the book that I wrote and sent you and asked you to read? And I said, well, it was actually kind of boring. Is that your life today? Or is it the person you really want to be? I was afraid of that. I said, don't get upset about that, okay? It's not, it's not your writing style. It's, it's just the choices you're making. So we're going to talk about that today. If you were to write a book today, would it be the book you want to be? The person you really are on the inside or would it be that other person that you're walking around talking with every single day, huh? I know. What a concept. It's a daily boost from MotivationToMove.com. It's the positive boost you need every single day. It's it's exact words that you know you need to hear, but maybe you don't want to hear. Maybe not in the style you do want to hear, but because of the style it is uh, the way you should hear, it, it works for you. So hang in there. We're going to have a good time today. My name is Scott Smith. I'm the founder. I'm the chief motivating officer here at MotivationToMove.com. Yes, that's me. That's not you. You've got another name. You've got another thing that you do, and you're awesome. I, if I were to sit and talk to you today, you might be thinking, hey, Scott, no, you got the podcast. You're the guy that has all the fancy words. You're the awesomer of the two of us. And I would say, uh-uh, let's talk. Let's break bread. Let's have a glass of wine. And within minutes, you'd be awesomer than me. And eventually, we'd figure out we're both awesome, both the same people. That's what I learned about life. If you hang out long enough, everybody's awesome. <laughs> okay. We can debate that on another podcast, but I've learned that. I'm always humbled and always surprised by who you are. So thanks for sending all the notes and everything, too. We have uh, lots of them coming these this way these days. I should let you know that I am broadcasting here today in Cherokee, North Carolina, my summer sojourn that I'm on. And you know, I've really hit a pinnacle today. You remember that Saturday Night Live skit? Chris Farley, he was a motivational speaker. I'm a motivational speaker in a van down by the river. I have made it. I'm there. Oh, it's a six-figure luxury motor coach van sort of thingy with really fast internet and all kinds of cool stuff. But nonetheless, I'm in a van. I have made, I'm in a pinnacle of motivational speaking. I'm in a van down by the river. Literally. It's awesome. Before I begin, thanks to the folks at mobilemusthave.com for the ultimate road warrior package I have in my RV right now. Yesterday, I was getting down to work. I was busy. I was uploading. I was downloading. It was, I was trading some 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 there's some digital stuff. I zeros and ones all over the place. Internet went down. Flipped on my mobile must have ultimate road warrior package. Pow! Kept on working. If you got a boat, you got an RV, live in a rural area, need a solid connection, mobilemusthave.com. That's what they do. I started my day today at um, about six thirty, and uh, I look out the window. Oh, by the way, uh, today's program has sound effects. Only happens when I'm here in the van down by the river in Cherokee, North Carolina. Brought to you by Kubota um, because Brian's mowing the lawn on the zero turn today. And uh, so you might hear that in the background. But I started early and I looked across the field here and up by the pool, there's Joni. And Joni owns campground. And she's she's up there by cleaning the pool. And so I walked up there. It's a beautiful morning. And I walked up and I said, um, kind of kind of in a, with a smile, I'm jokingly a little bit, hey, you need a pool boy or pool girl or pool something to... Uh, to take care of your pool for you. And she goes, she turn, She literally turns to me. She goes, okay. Puts a cigarette down, puts her coffee down, and pauses cleaning the pool all in one shot. And she goes, I used to have somebody clean my pool. But then I'd be inside my house over there. I'd be with my cigarette, my coffee, looking out the window. And the mist is coming over the mountains. It's cool morning. And the, the steam is rising from the pool. It's just beautiful. The sun is rising. And, um, man, it's awesome. And I thought, I got to fire that dude. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, yeah. Okay. 
Isn't it cool when somebody figures out that what you don't want to do is what you actually did want to do? Hmm. There's something psychological going in. There's a word for it. We'll do that on another podcast. And if not, we'll just make up the word and make a podcast and just do it. You know how that is. Um, so the book thing, you sent me that book. <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. I appreciate that. Um, and I just, I was looking for the happy ending. Now, technically, I mean, this is just Scott logic. If you write an autobiography about your book, it's not going to have a happy If your book's an autobiography, it's probably not going to have a happy ending, right? It just makes sense because we all die. In fact, technically, if you stretch that a little bit further, it's entirely possible that you can't finish your book. Hmm. Probably have to have, <laughs> if you want the full story, you can't finish your own book. Tell me I'm not right with that, okay? Anyway, if you wrote a book about yourself today, about the person that you have become today, would it have a happy ending? If we didn't go that far, we just today, just today, would it have a happy ending? So let me give you some context here. Yeah, a, a portion of my day is spent interacting. For those of you who don't know what that means, it's kind of Zoom calls and stuff like that with people, meeting people in person, talking, communicating, helping, all that kind of stuff. I have clients around the world. Clients are people who give me money, um, and they do, so I talk with them, and it's cool. Now, they're usually they're pretty upbeat. They show up. They're sitting up straight. They've got the chin high. Sometimes they have the suit on, the whole thing. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're in a T-shirt. You know, whatever. doesn't matter to me. And they're open. They're open to problem solving. But usually they're a little bit like, hey, come on. Just give me the answers that I'm looking for today. I'm seeking answers. Give them to me now. I'm waiting. I will take my notes. It's like a good gold star student. Let's go. They want advice. And it's cool. And I mock it a little bit. It's kind of fun. Because ultimately, I'm just the kind of guy that says, let's have a conversation. Let's work it out. Let's figure it out. Let's listen. Let's find the way to where we want to go. Let's relax. Let's take a breath. Let's get the confession out of the way. In about 30 or 40 minutes, you will relax. And the answers will come. That's what happens when you relax in life a little bit. You might have noticed, if you push too hard and work too hard and seek too hard and don't just breathe and take a minute and give yourself some white space, hard to find the, it's hard to find the stuff you want to find. Ooh, somebody's going to... They're going to transcribe that sentence right there. And they said, that was pretty good stuff he put in there. I didn't see that one coming. Usually what my clients say to me is to say, Scott, I just need help getting out of my own way. I need to get my act together. I know a couple of things. First off, well, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I'll tell you what I do know. If you can get on the phone with me, if you can be a client of mine, it's not inexpensive. It's it's not the most expensive thing in the world, but it's 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 not the thing that you would say it wouldn't be. You'd you'd go eat lunch before you hired me, right? If you can sit and talk to me, if you can pay that bill consistently, you kind of sort of have your act together. I'm just saying, okay. It's, again, more Scott logic there, but that's where writing the book comes into play here, because they say stuff like that to me. They say, "Hey, I need to get out of my own way. I need to get my act together." And I'm like, duh, 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 "We can fix this." Let me ask you a question before we begin. If you were to write a book about yourself in the future, not the one today, not the one you sent me, because that was really bad, but the one in the future, would it have a happy ending? Yeah. They get excited. They, oh, uh, you know what happens is they sit up, they lean back a little bit, they get a little smile on their face. They're like, my God. I mean, they know what it would be. They do. They already know it. And yet they can't get themselves to do it. That's cool. That's what I'm here for. They say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. That's why I'm here today. You're going to help me do that, right? Hmm. So I have another question. If you were to write a book today, uh, what would the answer be? I mean, the future one would be yes. That's why I'm here today. It's going to be a good book with a happy ending, right? But if you were to write a book today, you know, not the one you sent me, because that's already bad. But you were to write another book today, what would it be? Well, um, it'd be average, I guess, because I've already done that. And because I haven't done the things I have to do, it wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be 
It wouldn't be wouldn't be bad. It it probably wouldn't be a book anybody would read. Yeah, I said, except you. I bet you read your own book, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I proofed it. I read it. Everything. There's not one typo in there. That's the most important thing for me. Typos and grammar. Thank God for Grammarly. Wait a second. You're saying that you read boring books that don't get you excited, that don't inspire you, that don't make you go do the things you want to do? No, I read really good books. So the only book you read that was boring and unexciting and uninspiring was the one about your life, right? Well, I wouldn't say it that way. Okay, so I'm mocking a little bit here. I'm having some fun here, obviously, because this is kind of the way I like to do things. Because we're making a point, an absurd point to get to the point. That's all there is to it. And, and if you don't get that kind of way of beating around the proverbial bush to, find, to, to, to put your defenses down and get you laughing a little bit and thinking a little bit, think about the concept here. If your life today, the one you built today, is boring and average and not exciting, and you're going to write one here in a couple of years and you want to be better than that, what would you do? If you wouldn't read the book you wrote about your life today, why in hell would you live the life you got today? Why would you not make those changes? Why would you sit around waiting for somebody to say you can do it and give your permission to go to it? Why would you not do it? Okay, I'm sorry. That's usually reserved for really expensive clients. You got it today for like nothing. So as the conversation continues, I make these points. And this is what I do. I really do this. I I surprise myself. Listen, I grew up as a guy that was just kind of having fun, making movies, making TV shows, doing voiceover on the radio, shock chuck, all that kind of stuff. For me to talk like this is like, whoa, where did that come from? I read books. I got smart. You can do it too. If I do say so for myself. In a van down by the river. So all of us get in our own way. That's my first answer. All of us get in our own way. That's how we learn, right? So think about it. How, when you were a baby, you stumbled a bubble and tripped all over yourself, right? That's how you learn. If you didn't get out of your own way, you were going to trip. You had to figure that out. We learned that, and and we all have our act together. We do. No, Scott, I don't have my act together. My act is the worst work that you wouldn't. If you put my act in a play on on Broadway, it would go out of business. Okay, maybe. <laughs> That's okay. It, But it is the act you're in right now, right? It's not the act that you want to be in. It's not the act that you're going to be in. It's not the act that you should be in. It's the act you are in today. Right? So we accept that. So we all get in our own way until we learn to manage that. And secondly, whatever act we're in right now is the act we're in right now until we recognize that we want another act. That's called growth. So that's the first thing I say. I don't care where you are right now. You can fix it. Not that it needs to be fixed, but you can. So the second thing I say is this. People who live an averagely life, and I love that word. I just started using that word the other day, averagely. This is kind of cool. It's a real word. I looked it up. People who live an average life almost always spend more time chasing squirrels and shiny objects than focusing on actions that create consistent results they want. Chasing stuff, sh- shifting around. It's, it's kind of consumerish living, if you will. It's like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing that pops in front of me that I'm going to react to? What's on sale today? What's the BOGO, okay? That's kind of what it is. And people live an averagely life. That's what they end up doing. They're chasing these shiny objects. And, but it's exhausting, by the way, particularly if you want something different than that. And, and you will eventually at some point want something different than that while you chase everything else. You say, this is crazy. This is exhausting. I'm tired. I can't catch a squirrel anyway. Why do we keep chasing the squirrel? And that shiny thing, it's not really shiny. When I get to it, it's kind of boring. Too many people have chased a shiny object. They put their hand on it because the sign said, do not touch. And nobody knows why not to touch. But when you touch a shiny object, it gets dull. It's not pretty when you catch it anyway. So why do it? Number three, I say, you got to think like a business person, like a successful person. Hmm? Successful business people implement actions that get results, actions that are sustainable. The customers like it. They get money. They can pay their employees. They stay in business. They pay attention to the economics, the health, the attitude, the culture, all that stuff of their business. In other words, they figure out what works and they keep doing it. They're so drifting in the wind. 
So an uh, average person basically chases a squirrel, drifts in the wind, touches the dull object, and it's like, oh, why is my life not great? Successful people think like a business person. They implement actions to get results. They are sustainable. They make sure they're sustainable. They, they build on them. They grow on them. They look at the economics, the culture, and everything else, and they make that happen. They're still drifting. They just lock it in. The cool thing is it's easy. You're doing it anyway. You've done that a ton of your life anyway right now. It's already there. I can, I can tell. You wouldn't be here if you hadn't done some of that stuff. You wouldn't know how to download a podcast. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have your fancy dancy iPhone 12 thingy that you got. You would, or an Android. I'm sorry. I'm not an Android guy. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm an Apple. For, I'm a fan man. I refuse to say fanboy. So you make your own way and you figure it out and you do it again. It's simple. But how do I do that? Well, it's probably another podcast, probably tomorrow, but I'll, I'll talk about that. But you make your own way. You figure out what works. Oh, I have another typo to correct. I'll just do it live here because it's easier than not doing it live. You try anything not being alive. I mean, if you're not alive, that's harder than if you're alive. So I, while I'm here live, alive, I'm just going to do it for you. It's simple. Speaking of simple, I have a question for you today. Are you ready for it? Yes, I'm ready. I'm sorry. I was waiting for your answer. For just a moment here, I literally was waiting for your answer. If the book you were to write about today isn't who you are, you can start making question changes today by making some questions and getting some answers, right? If only you said, what would I have to do today to make sure that I had a happy ending not only for this hour, but this day, but this month and this year and this decade and this life, what would I have to do to make sure I had that happy ending? Now, with all you say, Scott, I, I really don't even know what happy is. And I really don't even... <laughs> I just looked at the Freudian slip I have built into that. That's how you get a... Anyway... I'm not going to go there because this is a family show except on the weekends and I don't record on the weekends. So there you go. If, if I do record on the weekends, it's it's not going to be a family. Yeah? If you were to write a book about who you are today, would it bore you or would you make some changes so that you began to get exactly what you want and a book that not only would you love to read, but everybody else would love to read as well? What would you do to make that happen? It is up to you. It's up to nobody else. It's up to you. And you can do it today. Why? Because I said so. Send me a note. I'll give you a permission slip. I promise. 